0: Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org and stay motivated leaders, stay motivated. Hello, everyone. I am Corey Andrew Powell, and this, of course, is Motivational Mondays, and I am so thrilled today to be joined by Shadil Esteban. She's Senior Manager of Communications for Born This Way Foundation, which is the foundation that was started by Lady Gaga and her mother, Cynthia. Now, in this role, Shadil supports the foundation's external communications, including video production, as well as the organization's programming. She's also been part of the Born This Way Foundation since 2012, when she served as part of the Inaugural Youth advisory board. so Shadiya, welcome to Motivational Mondays.
1: Thank you so much, Gori. It's lovely to be here with you.
0: Thank you. Well, thank you for joining me. And it's such an inspirational organization. And I was wondering, first, I know a lot of people are wondering because many celebrities begin organizations. But in this particular case, Lady Gaga and her mother, they really are involved in this organization. So share a little bit about like what was the, the reasoning behind them them even forming the organization to begin with?
1: Yes, thank you for asking. And so, our co-founders, Lady Gaga and Cynthia, while on tour and in conversation with hundreds and thousands of young people globally, we're hearing uh, uh, several common threads. And it's just that young people are searching for validation and support and resources. And these stories essentially became a movement through Born This Way Foundation, and in 2012, when Lady Gaga and her mom, Cynthia, started Born This Way Foundation, the mission was to support youth mental health and work with young people to build a kinder and braver world, true to those conversations that uh, helped spark the movement.
0: Mm. And I know it's something, too, that uh, Lady Gaga herself has spoken about in general, and she's been really supportive, and a part of that, I think right now... We have a lot of statistics too that show that there's, I think for the, one of the largest segments of the population ever are young people who are really depressed and committing suicide. And there's a big suicide rate amongst youth. Now, some of the programs that you guys work on, I guess, really help to alleviate some of those, those issues that these young people are dealing with. So what are some of the programs? I know you have some various different ones. There's like one I believe was called the the channel kindness, for example. How does that go to combat uh, mental wellness for you for young people?
1: Thank you so much for asking, Corey. And, um, and, and yes, I think um, to, to your note, I really want to underscore that we're seeing a lot of data that's sharing that younger generations are experiencing a mental health crisis and um, are in need of mental health resources. And thankfully, young people also highly prioritize their mental health. And younger generations um, I'm seeing are also much more willing to talk about their mental health um, than, than other generations. And so while the, the stigma is heavy and the crisis is weighing in, it really feels hopeful because young people are driving the change. And that's a lot of what Born the Way Foundation does is work with young people to understand how we can best equip them to support that desire to better communicate about mental Health and to foster mental wellness in their communities and beyond. And so, Born This Way Foundation has worked on several programs. I'm so grateful that you've asked. You mentioned Channel Kindness. Channel Kindness is an online storytelling platform where we work directly with young storytellers who are sharing about the kindness and the bravery that they're experiencing in their communities to uplift the stories of essentially uplifting the stories that they're seeing in their communities. And I I I truly, I, I had a, just a little mental block only because I'm thinking about all of the different stories I've read on Channel <laughs> Kindness just this year. Anyone who is interested in learning or reading these stories can visit channelkindness.org. And one of the ones that comes to mind is um, is a, a piece that that's uh, underscoring National Hispanic Heritage Month, and really focuses in on what we can do as young Latinos and Latinas supporting our Spanish-speaking community.
0: Mm. I love that you brought that up because you know you you mentioned how past generations were less likely uh, or more reluctant to talk about mental health and mental wellness. I, I, I know for me in an African-American household, it was always like when I was younger, something that I mean, like quite literally I would hear in my house, Oh, that's white people stuff. We don't, that's what white people do. Like literally there there was like the stigma that like only white people sought therapy. Um, and that might've been the case during past generations, maybe because of socioeconomics or whatever, but you raise a good point though, because there are various reasons why different communities might not even really talk about mental wellness. So it's great that you're sort of creating a platform where, you're breaking down some of those barriers, some of those walls where ethnicity doesn't matter, gender doesn't matter. The mental wellness is really just all that you're focusing on, correct?
1: What's really important is to create a space where young people of all backgrounds can feel seen, heard, and validated, and where they can find the resources that are otherwise not accessible to them. Um, And so we know through our kind communities research findings that we just released um, that. Young people, especially in black, indigenous and communities of color, people of color, are um, disproportionately experiencing kindness in their communities. And so I think what that tells us is that we have an opportunity to instill kindness and to further encourage conversations about how we can better be there for one another and one of the resources that I I didn't mention before that I'd love to lean into if I may is our Be There Certificate. So Born This Way Foundation partnered with Jack.org and together we're sharing the Be There Certificate which is a free self-paced online mental health course available in English, French and Spanish Hmm. with original content filmed and written for each of those languages and I think you you mentioned a little bit about um, your culture and your bringing and um, sort of not having the invitation of talking about mental health uh, growing up, and I definitely I concur. I, I, uh, it's something that I didn't grow up with having the language and the literacy around having uh, conversations uh, about mental health, and when earning my be there certificate and navigating through the different examples, I'm I'm like walking through what a text message example between a hypothetical text message example between me and my sister could look like, or what a mom and a son have experienced in a conversation about mental health and um, really leaning into the, the guiding uh, golden rules, which um, some of them uh, invite you to learn how to better show that you care Or um, what it means to truly listen non-judgmentally and Mm -hmm. some of the responses that we can have in those scenarios. And I think for me, what was really helpful is to engage in those conversations and practice it through the Be There Certificate course um, in a low-stakes environment and proactively so that when, because it will inevitably come up in our lives, when we are engaging in these seemingly uncomfortable conversations with the people that we love or even our colleagues, we can feel better equipped and even much more confident to have and lean into those conversations.
0: Mm. So important to have the emotional toolkit, so to speak. Right yeah. to be able to have those conversations, and you're right. So many of us just, and and God bless our parents, our families. They're only sort of carrying on what they had access to. So it's not really necessarily uh, anyone's at fault. It's just each generation. Luckily, your generation is now bringing a very different dynamic to to these people who now raise their own children eventually, and then and then stop that sort of cycle. And I I love too that you bring up this idea that when it comes to channel kindness, it's like we're inundated with so many negative things every day, like the news. We, I mean, you can't turn on the news without going, oh my gosh, the world's just, uh, you know, you want to just crawl under your bed and never come out. But I like the fact that Channel Kindness is a place that, you know, you're inundating a, a channel with nothing but good news, right? Good stories. And so people can just go there and, and access this. Is that sort of how it works? They just go and just sort of participate or they, they just go there and read the stories? How does it work exactly?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. And I'd love to add to what you're sharing is that the the stories on Channel Kindness are real. These are real young people pouring their hearts out and sharing about their experiences from every corner of the world. We have this really beautiful map where we can see the different points um, in the world where these stories are coming from. And my beautiful colleagues, Aisha and Mariah, work Tirelessly with each of the um, wonderful storytellers to help curate these stories and share them in a way that that makes them feel uh, comfortable and is authentic to how they'd like to share their experiences and and so the the stories on channel kindness are filled with hope um, but they're they're truly aspirational while remaining very raw and authentic and we know that um, our our research shows that over 70% of young people use creative activities to help improve their mental health. And so not only is this uh, a supportive platform for those who are reading the stories and um, validating their experiences through the narratives of others, but the the act of sharing your story is also, uh, I would say, an act of kindness to yourself. And so One other thing that I'd love to share about Channel Kindness is that each story is paired with actionable steps forward. so if you're reading a story about a young person in a community that started their own nonprofit, you're invited to learn how they did that to support that nonprofit or to find the actionable ways that you can do that in your community too. And so it's equipping young people with the tools and how to move forward once they've read the story
0: too. So I know a lot of the things you do are with partnerships also with other brands and organizations who share your mission. So can you share a bit about some of those partnerships and how you're bringing those initiatives forward?
1: We know that we cannot do this work alone. It is so incredibly important for organizations of similar missions to come together and really inspire one another um, and support one another in, in building this kinder and braver world that we see. And that's why I am so excited about our partnership between the philanthropic arm of Cotton On, Cotton On Foundation and Born This Way Foundation, because both organizations share uh, a common mission of improving access to mental health resources for young people globally. And so we've partnered with cotton on to raise 5 million us dollars for global youth mental health support in which cotton on will donate a hundred percent of the net proceeds from a limited edition, kinder braver together product line to born this way foundation. I'm actually wearing the jacket right now. Oh, and, um, What's, what's really beautiful and, and I'll share is that the product has a QR code and each of the items has a QR code that leads to the Be There Certificate. And so you're truly wearing the resource. It is threaded within the fabric. And for us, just in, in hearing about what this means for young people, uh, we've heard from our advisory board members that the skills that are taught by the uh, Be There Certificate allow them to learn how to listen and understand, and that those are the two most important qualities, for example, that they carry in supporting a conversation about mental health. We've actually recently heard from our advisory board members on how these resources support them. And one of our advisory board members, Keeley, shared that when we share our stories, magic happens. By opening up about our own experiences, we break down walls and show others that they are not alone. It's a beautiful act of connection, kindness, and solidarity. And she also shares that free and accessible mental health resources have been a game changer for her. I quote, providing a lifeline and safe space to learn and to turn to for guidance. These resources have helped me personally by reminding me that I'm not alone in my journey, which often includes navigating life with a chronic illness and that there are tools and support available to help me through the twists and turns of life. And so through this partnership with Cotton On, we're really leaning into what young people are constantly telling us and it's that they are in need and that they want connection, community, and that kindness and mental health are the threads that can bring them
0: together. Yeah. And again, it's the accessibility. That's a really big, important part. You know, the the free access to these kinds of programs are really where it's at because it's a game changer for people who actually have means and those who don't to be able to then provide just the same for everyone who just needs it. And I know that your particular story, I want to just get into that too, because at Motivational Mondays, we definitely have a an audience, a significant base of our audience. It's the college age, college student, whether they be young or non-traditional. And so it's also very focused on career, professional development, personal development. Your own personal story, you began with the organization as a member of the inaugural advisory board, which would mean like the very first year they had the advisory board, you were on it. So tell me like for you, what was it like for you becoming a part of this organization at that level and now having evolved to your role. Now, what's that journey been like?
1: I started at Born the Story Foundation, as you shared, as a 19 year old, I was in college and I knew that I wanted to tell stories. I knew that I wanted those stories to be of impact, but I didn't quite know what that would look like. And when I learned about Born This Way Foundation, I didn't know much about the co-founders of the foundation, but I did know its mission to build a kinder and braver world and to work with young people. And at that age and in that time, I would say it was incredibly brave for an organization to invite young people uh, to the table. I think now it's much more common and practice. But um, back then, it was something that for me was incredibly new. And so to be invited to build the mission and the vision and to really think through what the programs and uh, the lines of research would be for Born This Way Foundation, along with their team of experts and other young people like me, was an incredible opportunity. I remember reaching out through email and saying, can I write this blog post? Or I have winter break. Can I go to that event and and take some photos? And videos and um, share about your work or support in any way that I can. And it was through learning about Born This Way Foundation and the impact that uh, nonprofits can have in communities like mine, that I added nonprofit uh, leadership to my studies. Mm -hmm. And so I graduated Mm -hmm. with a degree in journalism, as well as nonprofit leadership. And um, those two fused together in a way that I couldn't have imagined through this role at Born This Way Foundation. But one thing stayed true is that uh, now I get to tell the stories of uh, the young people that we work with, of the program and the partnerships, and I bring them to life, um, as I shared before, um, and similar to, to those who share their stories on Channel Kindness, as a way to remind folks that they're not alone, that the resources are there for support, and that their stories matter.
0: I absolutely love everything you just said so much because it's so aligned with what we try to give to our community of young people here at Motivational Mondays and the NSLS organization overall which is this idea that you cannot wait around for things to happen you have to go out in the world and reach out network tell people you're interested in something um, try to get internships try to go out and do apprenticeships and just put yourself out there and then that begins a part of your career tra- uh, trajectory and so you just really just <laughs> i mean your entire story from 19 years old to where you are now is literally that whole dynamic brought to life i mean it's really amazing so i just really want young people especially to really listen to what shatia has just shared with you and go out there and reach out to organizations and say hey i like what you do or can i you volunteered right i mean that's the most important thing too you were volunteering your time without even expecting to get paid correct initially
1: yeah, I think it's important for young people to be valued for the creativity and for their time that they bring to, to the organizations. Um, but yes, I, th- I think that to expand on what you shared, it's about expressing your desire um, to support a cause and getting started. I think so many of us, I know for me at least, I think about, oh, if I had a million followers, right, then I would do X, Y, and Z, or if only I was as influential as X person. Um, But the reality is that we all have the opportunity to make an impact in our network in our communities um, and in our homes. Um, And I genuinely believe that any act of kindness that we do is an example for our communities. And so we have to start with ourselves and with the community that we have. Have on hand. And then from there, I think you inspire others to follow suit.
0: Yeah. One of the things I talk about often with young people, um, even as recently as I just did a, a talk in Atlanta in a conference that my theme was transferring your personal story into your brand. Because so many people don't realize that we are, we, we are brands when we walk out of the house and we have to sort of ask ourselves what or not what but how do we want the world to experience us as we encounter them and i think that sort of informs you on how to move forward i think as a young person or anyone really to you know to make sure that you're sort of making an impact that's a that's a positive impact so i love that and um i also want to make sure i i I'm, I'm clear i'm not advocating for people not to get paid <laughs> <laughs> for their work. But well, I make sure I'm not, but what I was saying, but in your case though, Shadil, you were just, uh, my point was that you actually just, you know, reached out and you were willing to, Hey, let me just show you what I can do. And, and hope that becomes some sort of relationship with the brand. And so I want to make sure I clarify that before I get emails about, I'm not working for free, you know, because <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so you did mention one thing too that I thought was great, which is like you measure some of the success by this map where you can see all the different stories that are coming over when it comes to channel kindness. I do wonder, what are some of the other ways in which you're measuring the success of what the foundation's doing? Or, you know, what, is, what are some of the impact Results that you can share where you guys are like, yes, this has worked. That's working. Oh,
1: one one thing I'd love to share with you that I actually learned this morning, I logged in to uh, I logged into our tracker that essentially shows us how many Be There certificates have been earned, oh. and and when you think about the invitation for someone to take a 90 minute course that navigates uh, you know some some really uh, deep topics for them. It's a pretty high bar ask I would say um, but it's incredible because it, it really the number I'm about to share with you is just I think is a testament to the impact um, that that can have on folks and so we know that over 30,000 people have earned their be their certificates. How incredible is
0: that? They've done that 90 minute. Is it like a self-assessment sort of thing where you're just kind of answering questions or doing, doing tasks or like, what is it without giving it all away? Like, you know, what is it really, what does it entail?
1: Yeah, no worries. I I will share it all. (laughs) Be There Certificate essentially provides a simple, actionable framework that teaches people how to recognize when someone might be struggling, understand their role in supporting that person, and learn how to connect them to help. And so essentially, you're walking through video examples, text message examples, and interactive interfaces that show you how to best Uh, engage in those conversations about mental health. And it's not that we're all going to get it right all the time, but that by being guided through be there's five golden rules, which is say what you see, show you care, hear them out, know Mm -hmm. your role and connect them to help. Um, you're really left with that confidence to better support someone. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And it's interactive. So you're right. If if a person will be willing to sit down for 90 minutes, especially in a very rushed, fast paced society that we have where people are, you know, you can't even get them to focus for a couple seconds. uh, (laughs) That's really, really impressive. And uh, wow. Congratulations on that. That's quite um, a big number. And so is that accessible to anyone? Like anyone can just go and take this?
1: Yes. Absolutely anyone can visit BeThereCertificate.org and learn more. And what's what's also really beautiful is that um, we have this uh, pre and post survey. And so to your question about how we measure impact, we know that majority of users feel that the course helped them improve their ability to recognize if someone is struggling with their mental health. And even that uh, the majority of like over 90% feel better capable of caring for their own mental health. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're really engaging in a course that not only teaches you how to uh, further connect with someone else, but also I think uh, you'll, you'll learn uh, Corey. I hope when you take, uh, when you earn your be there certificate, you'll, you'll learn that there's a lot of things that, that are really validating and and support your own care process. Mm.
0: Yeah, I look forward to it. I am going to do it. I can't wait. And, um, and in fact, I think, you know, listen, I have a community out there. We have a community in SLS of like 1.8 million members. So. I'm really, really interested in them finding out about this. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully we will make sure that, uh, you, those numbers, your 30,000 number increases when it comes to those certificates being issued. I, um, would love to know also when it comes to that we talked a little bit about diversity and, and inclusion and how, you know, it's sort of like a cross spectrum where, you know, you want everyone to feel important and represented. Are there any initiatives specifically or how do you ensure that diversity and inclusivity are parts of what you guys are doing?
1: The response is twofold. The first is through our advisory board composed of a diverse group of young people from all over the globe that help inform our work. Um, But then in addition to that, we Our research team ensures that we are learning from uh, the largest pool of young people and their experiences, how they're experiencing kindness and mental health in their communities is incredibly important to us. And recently, we put out a survey uh, that shares a a bit more in depth on what we're learning from these diverse communities. And what we know to be true is that perspectives from young people and young people in the Black and Indigenous communities and, and communities of color is that we're seeing a need for inclusive support and mental health resources. And it's incredibly important for platforms uh, that we create, like Channel Kindness, Be There, Certificate, and others, to really reflect the young people that they're
0: serving. So when it comes to your own work, your own personal story, um, how does your ethnicity, your cultural background, how does that inform the decisions you make or how you bring your own Uh, perspectives into the work you do for Born This Way Foundation?
1: Well, representation matters. And as a young Latina, I wasn't always invited to have conversations about mental health in my household and to support uh, the curation of the Be There Certificate in Spanish. Not a dubbed version, but true conversations and interactions and examples for Hispano hispanohablantes for me was an incredibly powerful opportunity to uplift my culture and to share a resource that i know that spanish speakers could use to better support their conversations uh, across generations Muy bien. <laughs> Gracias.
0: <laughs> excellent words of wisdom today from Shadil estepan senior manager of communications for born this way foundation which is of course the organization founded by Megastar Lady Gaga, and her mother, Cynthia Germanata. So it's been a great conversation today. So much to take in. So inspirational. And thank you so much, Shadil, for being here today with me on Motivational Mondays. Thank you, Corey. Take care. Thank you for listening to Motivational Mondays, presented by the National Society of Leadership and Success, and available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Corey Andrew Powell, and I'll see you again here next week.